what I'm five. saying. Five. What all. you waiting for? If you want a three, three, two, I don't two, get one. It. Let's do it. Is it Okay, we're good. Hey there, guys and gals, geeks and gamers. You're listening to the Nerd of Godcast, that place on the Venn diagram of life where Christ culture and nerd culture find sweet, sweet two-player co-op. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Nerd of Godcast, where Christ culture and nerd culture, faith and fandom give glory to God through all the things that make us geek out. My name is Tony T., and for the next few minutes, give or take, we're going to be talking about all these things that get you excited. You know why you're here. But the good news is I'm not going to be doing it by myself because our walking library of useless information sits to my left. <laughs> With me, as always, it is Steve-O Supremo. Did you know that One Punch Man's Moving real name right is on. Saitama? I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. <laughs> I don't speak no, that was good. Japanese English. That's all right. We're just going to we're gonna uh, dub you out and put subtitles on that part of the show anyway. Sweet. Uh, moving, that's around, that's up. moving across the table, often imitated, never duplicated, is the one, the only, the big man, Quentin Gregory Neff. Saruman's name is Dale <laughs> Gribble. <laughs> Rusty Shackelford. I'm Saruman, Hank. Oh, thank you, Neff. I feel like I really needed that. Uh, keeping going around the uh, squared circle that we have over here. She is sweet, she is salty, and she is conveniently pocket-sized. It is Jackie freaking Wilson. Hello. Hi. <laughs> it was a oh, great, great, it's back. Such a <laughs> perky little hello. hello. That, was, that was my Navi. So annoyed now. Hi there. <laughs> listen. Hey, listen. Hey. Well, we're all listening right now, and good things are going to be coming from here because she is sometimes sassy, always classy. It's the lovely Lady Lee Smiley. Always classy. After I just burped like five straight times in a row. And Without saying excuse me. They're all Cheeto burps, too, which is really, it's really working for Can me. Can you give us an ASMR you. burp right now? No, no. no come <laughs> on, man. On command? No, I'm not Make gonna. the pop filter smell like Cheeto Have to burps. the illusion. Yeah. Absolutely. Did you ever see the people that could like burp and like they'd have to like suck in air like five times and burp? I never understood. That's how that not happens. what this show is. That's not what this show I is. Just, this is this is not. We're not a, that show. We're not that <laughs> show. If you want to know what we are, we're Christ culture, nerd culture, and preferably no gaseous emissions come together. Gaseous emissions, band name called it. If you can say it, you can call it. All right. Moving over to the booth, he is pushing all the buttons that keep this bucket of bolts flying. It is our resident super genius, Nick the Engineer. Hello. Nicholas W. Sadler, what's going on, buddy? Hi, Nick. Um, well, a lot of stuff, actually. Yeah, you got like a whole little upgrade over there, man. A whole The, the system that was once sterling is now platinum. Ooh. There's this huge upgrade that is not only it's not only happened, it is happening. Yes. So right now, while we are recording, like this digital board is like being poked and prodded and programmed and all manner of things. So uh, Nick is, is not only running this show, but he's also setting and, and trying to, to make this all established. Uh, over there, He Nick has his sidekick, uh, Joel Kent, in the booth. So <laughs> hi, Joel. Welcome to the Nerdy Godcast with a wave and a dismissed glance. So uh, we're going to move into all the fun. you called him a Nick sidekick. <laughs> you called him a Nick sidekick. Let's be real. We're all Nick's sidekicks. <laughs> so we're side Nicks. Oh. Oh. You're grounded. Everybody was thinking it. I just said it. Let us know what you think about Neff's sense of humor tonight. The best way to connect with us with all your thoughts, insights, questions, and comments is to connect with us across all the social medias. That's Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, 
and YouTube at Nerd of Godcast. You can check out our blog at nerdofgodcast.com or you can email us at nerdofgodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to chat with you, connect with you, and exchange anime with you <laughs> weird me out you guys <laughs> yeah uh you can also give us a shout on our nerdy godcast hotline that's area code 760-N-O-G-C-A-S-T and if you want to go superstar level you can even check us out on patreon.com slash nerdygodcast and see how you can financially support all of the good things that we are doing apparently saying superstar creates a Pavlovian effect in net <laughs> where he sticks his hands into his armpits sometimes into <laughs> armpits I smell them like this <laughs> Oh, Sometimes no. when we touch, he's single, ladies. Uh, <laughs> honesty's too much. Stop. Uh, so we got to get into a. Uh, <laughs> we got to get into our show here a little bit. Uh, I don't know if we talked about this last time. Uh, apparently, 2019 is it doesn't have one fluid, contiguous timeline because everything is wibbly wobbly, timey wimey to me. Jackie didn't even know we were recording tonight. Is, uh, I'm all kinds of messed up. We're, everything's backwards, but I, time has has failed. So I, there's things that I don't know if I talked about last time because I can't tell. If they happened before or after that, I saw um, Into the Spider Verse. You did not say you have it not seen so that good. by last. I okay. saw it last night. We've so, all seen it. So Huzzah! fantastic. Least, I haven't seen it. You haven't seen it. Uh, no. oh, oh, Nick, why would you soil Nick. it? Soil it. So, soil it. Soil, soil it or spoil it. it. Why? Thank you, Jackie. Why would you soil the movie, Thank Nicholas? Thank you, Jackie. Shout out to all of you out there that got it. Oh, um, <laughs> I'm with you. Uh, so, <laughs> soil it. <laughs> Is that Spongebob? Yes. Soil it! Soil it! Soil it! Soil it! If it comes out of my mouth, it's usually Spongebob. Soil it green is people. Yes, Uncle Steven. Sorry, I'm old. Uh, That that yellow sponge person. Yeah, we went and saw it with with Lismati's sister, Marley. She really wanted to see it. And uh, she was she was geeking out a mm-hmm. whole lot, yeah. which was great. And we had she's a really, way more qualified to be here than I am. I will tell you, she is. Uh, she, but we were we had a really great time. I, I enjoyed the movie. I don't want to go into it too much. This isn't like a movie review time. But uh, Jackie, would you say it's one of the best superhero movies you've ever seen? It's definitely up there. I cried a couple times. Right? Like, right. I During a cartoon. Expect, I wasn't expecting to like get hit that hard in the feels, but I did. And that and the soundtrack is fantastic. That soundtrack. So many oh aspects of it are so great. My the one of the best visual moments of that movie is when uh Miles like jumps and he's jump like going down but the camera's That's upside down so he's like going up through the city oh mm-hmm. so beautiful that's the one that they used in the trailer shot like the shot that shot I think so and I even kind of love that that recurring motif that they would do when they would introduce each of the different spider people their origin story was yes. the same parallel the with each origin other. story was yeah. the best but then they're like you've heard this before but we'll see it, say it again yeah. okay for the last time yeah. it, was it, was really, it was really good I thought it was great the voice acting like tremendously Top well on. cast yes. didn't even realize that uh, it was actually um, are we doing spoilers I don't know what you're I talking wouldn't. about uh, it was uh, somebody I didn't expect. As, as <laughs> somebody at the beginning of the movie who I thought was a different person throughout the whole movie. Oh, I think he's talking about what you said, Tony. I yeah. did. That Chris, Chris Pine was Spider Man. Yeah, the beginning. Miles no, Morales. Was Spider-Man. he really? He was. In, in Miles Morales Spider Man, like in Sp- Miles Morales universe, universe, was Chris. Is, uh, Chris Pine. Or, I didn't catch that at 616. all. Six one six. Spider Man was Jake Johnson. Yes. Well, no, I don't think that was six one six either. I think that. I think that was. I don't think any of these were six one six. I think that was cinematic. You're Cinematic right. Universe. You're right. Jake Johnson. Either. Jake Johnson had not yet sold his soul to protect his identity. Listen, <laughs> there was he sold a soul to protect Aunt May. 
to bring the Aunt Spider-Man Man back. The Spider-Man universes are so convoluted. Yes. Anything you guys say could be possible. And delete his, and delete his <laughs> own marriage. Everyone right in some universe. Yeah. I don't know what, what has happened. Like, somehow Marvel has turned Spider-Man into DC. Like, it's like there's so many different Earths in the Spider-Man universe. Spider-Verse. And, and they only do it because people like Miles Morales and Spider-Gwen so much. That they, they've got to sell it. That's it, a new cosplay I want to do now because of that movie. But it was really, it was really good. The one Spider-Man universe is better than all of the DC. Mm. You, you're not wrong. So speaking of Spider-Man, uh, today they dropped a teaser trailer for Spider-Man: Far From they Home. Did. Not watching. I it. haven't seen it. Don't talk about it. Well, I didn't want to watch it, but then the internet was just like, "Look at all these still shots in the trailer," good. and you're I'm like, about, "You say that you're just bad at avoiding things. You know, I, I didn't, I didn't things. even know that it dropped today, and I was like on Instagram, and it was like, "Oh, here's the trailer," like on Instagram. That doesn't mean you have to stop and watch it. No, I mean, no, no, it was it wasn't even that. You can't look at you I, can't look at a still without knowing. I didn't want to watch it until after I saw Infinity War because I kind of want to pretend it, it, the Infinity War two. I wanted to pretend in my neighborhood that's what we still call it, Infinity <laughs> War Part Two. Dagnabbit. Uh And and I I, 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 I didn't want to watch it because I still wanted to pretend that maybe Spider Man didn't make it out. Like I just wanted I needed well, to suspend that. This could take there. place before Infinity War. Yeah, this might be six one six, right? Uh, so <laughs> we don't know. But I, 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 there was I was looking down my Twitter feed and it's like, what do you think about like explaining the the secrets behind this? And it's like, there's your still shot of the villain in the in the trailer. And it's like, oh, I'm so I really wish I didn't movie. see that. I'm so excited for this movie. I'm more excited for this than I was the first one. Okay. Really? Yes. Okay. I can't say why without spoiling Don't stuff. Talk about it. But there's a specific reason and a specific person why I'm so excited. When does Captain Marvel come out? Captain uh, March. Marvel's March. March 7th. So we're only about we're only about a month and a half away from Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. Yes. And only like four months away, not even from uh, less than four Three months. months. Three months and ten days. <laughs> from, from what, Stephen? <laughs> from Infinity, from Infinity War, War Part, part 2. two. I wasn't I talking. Wanted him to say I wasn't it. talking about that, Stephen. I was talking about a different thing. What thing? From my niece, Shazam. My, my, my niece's that's in three months exactly. Uh, my niece's birthday. And you don't have a niece. Have I, no do ha- I do. I do have a. Don't tell. Don't tell me what I don't you have. You have a niece coming up soon. I have a niece. Who's your niece? Uh, would Would you like them in alphabetical order or chronological order? Who are your nieces? I have a niece named Morgan. I have a niece named Megan. I have a niece named Jasmine, and your I have a niece named uncle. Lexi. Oh yeah, I forgot about those two. Uh, why am I terrible? Uncle? Never heard those. You're terrible. Out of your mouth. What, what am I supposed to say? Here's my niece. Here's my niece. Here's my niece. <laughs> Let me tell you a story about my niece, you guys. We're about to have another niece in like a week. Don't tell people my business, Salisbury. Are you just doing like a week? God. I don't know. Okay, moving on. As long as she's not two before Friday. All right. Well, I'm so glad that we took 20 minutes to talk about the what will spring from my sister's womb. (laughs) 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 Can you please make a theme song for that? (laughs) What will spring from Scotty's womb? Yeah, um, yeah, my sister. I don't think she appreciates that. (laughs) (laughs) Just make that her text tone. (laughs) It's a human. So, yeah, my my sister is pregnant. She's pregnant with twins. Who did the pop noise? Was that you? That was great. All right. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> this this is, is so Uncle upsetting. This that. is so upsetting. To me. <laughs> That's how it works, right? Tony's just gonna pop all the baby. Just no, I just I, it's so disturbing to to me to You're think of, and I know <clears throat> because I'm grown. I know where babies come from, right? <laughs> and I just don't want to imagine my sister and having anything noise. from the beginning to the end of that process. I just need to imagine her separate uh, from the whole so thing. I, you. You, that, it's my sister. How do you think I feel about it? Yeah. Um, anyway, so moving on from the, the horrible, awful thing that you, the pop and the cry sound that now I will, ne- I will the first time I see these kids, <laughs> I'm going to go, oh, I'm only going to be able to hear Neff's pop. 
<laughs> Especially if they make that same cry sound. Yeah, they're twins too, so that's a double pop. Like the baby Mario. Uh, so uh, we were on uh, on the show the other day, the Christian Nerd of God cast, which is our crossover that we have with the uh, Christian Nerd Scott. We here. being just Tony. We being just Tony and Scott. Yeah. So you know, just us. Um, kind of. It was. It's kind of the Tony te- Scott. It's kind of the teachers' lounge of our uh, of our podcast. It's a Just Us League. And um, <laughs> uh, yeah, a league of their own. And so we are. <laughs> you stop? <laughs> this is why it takes two hours. I know. So we had this interesting idea, and uh, we're going to be starting this little journey. If you guys want to go on a quest with us, where we're going to be reading comic book story arcs. So every couple weeks, I know. Well, let me tell you about it. So, no, I'm excited to hear. Nick, about turn it. his microphone off. That I don't know just, what you're talking it, about. An early birthday present for me, um, or for my niece. I don't actually. Her birthday is not in three months or four months, whatever I said. Uh, to be honest, I am a terrible uncle because I have no idea when any of my nieces' birthdays are. I think one of them's in November. But the uh, we're going to be reading through a story bo- storyline, a comic book story arc, and uh, kind of going and reviewing it. So if anybody would be interested in joining us for that, we're going to be reading uh, the Uncanny X Men uh, Dark Phoenix storyline. Oh, nice! Yeah, so you guys uh, hop on that. I know Neff, you have the Marvel Unlimited plan. I think I do. Stephen may have it as I well. I do. So uh, those the rest of you guys, you can go to the library, uh, or there's plenty of ways for you to liberate it from the internet I'm sure so uh, if you guys want to read that comic book along with us there, there's a movie the Dark Phoenix movie coming out right eventually maybe sure maybe uh, sometimes this sometimes yeah, they might push it but I mean New Mutants was supposed out. to come out a year and a half ago I think it's like October of this year something like that or June July sometime this year is supposed to come out Lisa Mata, you you've seen all of the Marvel Cinematic Universe movies right I have indeed have you seen any of the X-Men movies I have not none of them I've none seen of them Nope, I haven't seen Not even them. First Class or Jackie? I have seen all of them. All of the X-Men movies? Yeah. Uh, wh- who's your favorite X-Men? Nightcrawler. Oh, yeah, that's a right. good answer. I really like Nightcrawler. And he was only in two of the movies. And only I in think. a good one. And he was only in one of the good ones. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I do like Nightcrawler. That's, Nightcrawler. Cool. that's a great answer. Good job, Jackie. Who's your favorite X-Men, Neff? Check my answer. Nightcrawler's, Nightcrawler's your favorite? <laughs> He's, He's the coolest. coolest. <laughs> he is pretty cool. He teleports. He's got that, that tail with like the, yeah, the spade. <laughs> Wait, the, the spade tail, at the end. Tail with the what? <laughs> It's got a, <laughs> it's got a spade at the end. He can like, he can and he's a Christian. He, he could garden with his tail. I don't know <laughs> that it's a stabby. I don't know that it's a stabby thing. He definitely he stabs. He's oh definitely no, that's Azazel. Azazel stabs yeah. with his. Stab. Have you read Ulti- you read Ultimate Spider-Man, right? I play. Uh, yes. You haven't read Ultimate X-Men at all, have you? No, not it's yet. It's good. Yeah, it's it's okay. They do an interesting thing with Nightcrawler and Ultimate X-Men that I'm not a huge fan of. They really play up his Christian side, mm-hmm. but um, in, the, in that storyline, well, in the storyline, Colossus, the big metal. Russian mutant yeah. uh, comes out of the closet as a guy who is into other big metal Russian mutants. Mm-hmm. It's a very uh, specific wow. genre. <laughs> very specific attraction that he I has. I didn't like guys who look like me. Yeah, he, he, he comes out of the closet with a same-sex attraction, and they draw, although they had been... Is this a telenovela? Yeah, it really is. Book? That's basically That's what all X-Men comic is. books are. And they, they, have, uh, they, they draw a real line of contention between him and Nightcrawler, who are kind of best friends before that, to where Nightcrawler really hardens his heart and turns against him uh, and distances himself. Cool. And it's like, oh, why you gotta make the Christian guy have to be jerky guy. Anyway, whatever. I'm sure there's uh, there, there's reasons for all the things they do. But yeah, I like Nightcrawler too. If I if you asked me like who my favorite X Men was, I probably would have said Nightcrawler. Now I can't. Steven, who's your favorite X Men? Uh, Professor X. Because really? I can't say Nightcrawler. Because <laughs> Alan Cummings. Least money. Who's your favorite X Men? Uh, Nightcrawler. There he is. <laughs> do you know who Nightcrawler is? Nope. Couldn't pick him out of he's, the police line. He's huh? awesome. 
He's I, the best. So boy. I he's, hear. He's blue. He was my favorite. Well, him and Beast were my favorite when I was a kid. Like, you like, comic you like, book? You like the blue boys. Yeah, I guess so. Blue is my favorite. Color. You know, if they could get together, they could be in a blue man group. Uh-huh. Yes. You're thinking of the self-help group. I made oh. the same mistake. Oh, all right. Yeah. Yes. Uh, no, Wolverine is usually the most popular answer for who's your yes, favorite. Yes, but that's like, that's like saying, like, who's the best superhero in DC? Like, it's Superman, so you have to pick the next one. No, best it's one. definitely Batman. Batman. Mm-hmm. It's definitely Batman. Said superhero. Nobody, nobody went with, like, Rogue or Gambit? Oh, yeah, but Gambit, I don't like Gambit in the movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I like Gambit in the comics. We're not talking movie Oh, well, X-Men. then that no. opens up something completely. I thought you were talking about movie X-Men. No. Best accent, oh, well, Gambit. Well, then Gambit. Gambit's one of Hello my favorites. Hello, shall we? How are you doing today? <laughs> That's I was like, Gambit's. I was like. <laughs> That's exactly how he talks. He's got a Cajun accent. <laughs> it's, That's not like, how Cajun you know people you sound. sound like? no, you, you know what you sound like? You sound like the when, firefly. The, when the purple boys oh. fell asleep and had a drink of it. They're in New Orleans. I'm offended by all of this. <laughs> oh my god! No, you're not. You're not even from New Orleans. I am Cajun. You're fake New Orleans. I am not fake New Orleans. Fake news. I had crawfish one time. Oh, man. What happened? <laughs> she dropped some Cheetos. You, this is why. This is why we don't eat in the studio. Oh man, you yeah, guys! Cheeto dust everywhere now. <laughs> oh jeez. She doesn't feel so good, Mr. Tony. Oh, oh no, here we go. Oh gosh. I'm sorry, going back. Please pick up all your Cheeto I'm pieces. I'm eating them now. Uh-oh. She just said it like an old cartoon. Oh, gee whiz. Jimmy Jillikers. Jillikers. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Right. Jinkies. Uh, I, I did a thing yesterday that was um, I, I would have probably never thought would have happened. I somehow convinced my wife to watch Star Trek The Next Generation with me. Oh. Nice. Which was kind of a cool thing. Did you start on episode one? No, because <laughs> I wanted her to maybe watch another episode. And you never start on Encounter at Farpoint. That's if you what want I started. The second well, that's a rookie mistake. With the weird Ferengi. What? Weird Ferengi. Is that what they're called? Yeah. <laughs> that's the they're actor's weird. name. Yeah. Did you uh, discuss? So, no, we watched, uh, we watched an episode called uh, Half a Life. It was a really cool episode, and uh, we, we enjoyed it. She liked it. She asked a lot of appropriate questions, and uh, I, I kind of saw her checking her phone from now and then, but she still tracked with it till the end of the episode, and I think I might be able to get her to go on to another episode, which I feel is a nerd victory mm-hmm. for all of our people, and there was Huzzah. much rejoicing. Yay! So if you wanted to try to introduce someone that's not in nerd culture to something, like if I could just convert them to our way of life, mm. <laughs> and and what would you use to do that? Like what would be your gateway? Put them on a podcast. Put them on a podcast. <laughs> Welcome to the show. You're going to watch Lord of the Rings with me now. I would say the MCU. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, what that's, what I was that's thinking. a good easy one. Maybe Star like Wars, but it. the MCU. You go for the easiest one. I say DCEU. Yeah, that's the easiest one? That's the hardest one. No, but the the idea is you want them to keep going. You don't want them to poo-poo away the first time. I want you to sit down and watch all six episodes of Inhumans with me. We'll get you on board one way or the other if it kills us. Uh, what would you do, Lise Mati, if you wanted to get somebody to uh, to step into nerd world? You kind of being our, our newest inductee here, our own potential uh, turnkey. Hmm. What would you say, like, this is something I think that I could convince someone with? Well, I think the movies are the easiest just because, first of all, pick a movie with a very, like, like enchanting star. You know what I mean? Get that Captain America. Any of the Chris's? Yeah, any of the Chris's. Any Robert Downey Jr. Rob- I love Robert Downey Angela Bassett. Just get someone charming and be like, hey, look at him. And then assuming I'm talking to a girl. <laughs> <laughs> or Colossus Chris, for or the Colossus. Universe. <laughs> and, and work that way. I don't know. I don't know. 
I'm, I'm not usually the person to sell people into nerd them because I'm I'm still in my journey. <laughs> still, still, still being sold baby steps. Yeah. Well, uh, well, let us know. I mean, I, there, there's got to be something that like sometimes you you try to make that move and you try to sit down with somebody and say, hey, watch this, you're gonna really like it, and then you realize, oh, they're not liking this. There was one time we had a, a girl from our church um, back in the day. Her name was Stephanie, and Stephanie wanted to watch Star Wars. And I got super excited about this because I'm like, step into my office. You know, let's look. Look, I have all of, would you like to watch the theatrical versions? Would you like to watch special edition? We have Blu-ray, DVD, VHS, Laserdisc. What do you want? And, uh, you know, we, we showed her the episode four, New Hope, which I believe is the right place to start. Yes. If you're going to watch Star Wars. And in watching it, I became painfully aware that this is a really slow-paced movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, if you're watching it and you love Star Wars and you love Luke Skywalker and Han Solo and Darth Vader and all those characters, you, you can track along with it. But watching it for the first time, cold out the gate, it doesn't. It, the pacing is really weird on that movie. And isn't that mm-hmm. interesting? Because at some point, you were you did that too. So what made you love it? Well, it was the 70s, and uh, for the time, I mean, I don't know, if you're watching it and you're... you're for anything. Like, sometimes you'll, like you said, you'll love something, and then you'll go back to it, and it's like, man, you have to love this to enjoy it, but at some point, you didn't love it, you learned to love it. So what? What? what is that thing? Or sometimes you'll watch something, and you'll love it, and then you'll go back and, like, show somebody, and then they'll be like, oh, yeah, this is not nearly as good as I remember it being. Mm-hmm. I did that with Anchorman. I saw Anchorman in theaters, thought it was the funniest movie of all time, and then showed somebody Anchorman, said, you have to watch the movie, so funny, and then like, I stopped it and apologized. I'm like, this I'm this, <laughs> this was better in my brain when I thought it was funny. So there's a store that went out of business in, in Kissimmee. It was a video game and collectible store, and they had all of their stuff this weekend was 50% off. And I bought a game for Lise Marie's sister, because oh, yeah. she she had just got a DS for Christmas, and she wanted to play some games, and I, I remembered Lise Marie saying something about they had this game, like Rhythm Heaven, and I thought, mm-hmm. okay, she likes Rhythm heaven i got it confused on which sister liked what but it just doesn't matter i bought the game anyway so i got this game called theater rhythm final fantasy and it's basically a music game that's all final fantasy music it's a really cool lovely game and i remember it kind of having fairly simple mechanics it was just a you know just kind of like a guitar hero-esque sort of game so i bought it for least Marty's sister and she was exceptionally grateful i mean she was just she was super excited over the moon i mean it was super excited but then I went home and I pulled it out. I dusted off and charged, borrowing Steven's DS charger because mine doesn't work. Hey, mine's dead now. I charged, <laughs> sorry. I charged my DS and I, I popped in the game myself and I, I played through it a little bit and I went, oh no, she's going to hate this game. Like, this is not going to work for her. I remembered it being way different than it actually was. <laughs> and I think uh, she's not necessarily what you would call a, a hardcore or uh, above average gamer. She's, you know, she's a, she likes to play, but she's not super initiated into that and I thought oh I have I have set her up for frustration and you know at least money confirmed that she was yeah. grateful but she was getting the hang of it yeah but do you I, think you liked it because you were a big Final Fantasy fan? I think so, and I think, and I, and you know, knowing video games a little bit more maybe than than the average person, some of the uh, strokes and button combinations were not daunting for me. That might be for someone who's just a, a little less seasoned in that arena. So uh, I felt really, really bad. I was like, oh man, I thought you were going to really like this. And well, she really, she does really like. She loves that. It's something Tony loves because we're all big Tony fans in our home. So. <laughs> She's really excited about it, but it is something she's practicing. And she's practicing. She's playing it when I get home, like, at night. Like, she's there. She's devoted. Well, I hope she gets really, really good at it. <laughs> one day I choose to play verses with her, and she kicks my butt. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you get this thing in, in your mind of, like, what's really good, and then you show it to somebody, and you're like, eh, sorry. That was awkward. Uh, but anyway. 
You know what's not awkward? What? You know what's actually not even the worst thing, but the best thing ever? It's a segment of our show that we call The Best Thing, thing ever. ever. So I have confession to make. Tell me. I made a huge mistake. Oh, no. Oh. Math is hard. I, okay. I agree. Yeah, so uh, tonight's best thing ever, we're looking back at last week's poll, and uh, the competition that we do here on Best Thing Ever is uh, where we pit characters from fictional universes one against the other, and then we have people vote on it on our Twitter feed. Well, as it turns out, I miscalculated the amount of time from last week's show release to tonight's show recording. Did you put too much time? I put too much time, so let ne- Best Thing Ever doesn't actually end for another three hours and 45 minutes. There you go. So for those of you guys that maybe forgot to vote, now's your time. But last week's competition <laughs> was between Norman Osborn, the Green Goblin, mm-hmm. and Khan Noonien Singh, the uh, Khan of the Wrath of Khan from Star Trek. And uh, it was to see who was going to be the best villain ever and who's going to move on to our semifinal round. Right now, with 58% of the vote, it is Norman Osborn. But anything could happen. Mm-hmm. That's, that could, that's still close. That could yeah. change. It's just a, a couple votes could swing it one way or the other over the next couple hours. So we're not going to officially call it for Norman Osborn, although it, it is in his favor right now. So it could be Norman Osborn or Khan Noonien Singh. So it could be uh, Khan or the Goblin. Uh, we will let you guys know next week who turns out to be uh, the one in charge. But we are excited to bring to you our first of our semifinal rounds. We're coming We're coming close to the end of this thing. Yeah. And this is where it starts to get really, really real. Tonight, for a position in our championship round. Oh, my goodness. In Best Thing Ever Villains Edition, our season four exclusive, from Gotham City. Oh, no. Mm. The Joker. Oh, no. From Tatooine. Oh, no. Darth Vader. Oh, no. Oh, wow. So, this is a competition here. Mm. These are two of the greatest villains of all time. Two of, of the most time. beloved, fan-favorite villains of all time. Two of the most recognized. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Two of the most revered. Who's going to come out on top on this one, you guys? Oh, no. I think it's going to be Vader. I was going to say the same thing. I think it's going to be Vader. <sighs> Why? I just feel like there's such a... Um, I know it sounds dumb because it's Joker, too, but I was like, there's such a cultural, like a cult following to, to Star Wars. Not that there isn't for like the comic book. I feel like Star Wars fans are passionate fans. They're long-term fans. They've always loved Star Wars. And Vader is from the good Star Wars. Exactly. Not the Last Jedi he's gonna, crap. He's good. He's he's like he's like the, the, the Star Wars that people are passionate about. That's what Darth Vader is. Yeah. So Darth, you're not going to hear an argument from me. Darth Vader is a well-loved, well-respected villain. But the Joker, man. Yeah. I mean, perhaps the greatest comic book villain of all time. Yeah. In in every iteration, inspires. Laughter and fear. I mean, and what better combination, yeah. uh, you know, do, to see those two things go together? What do you think, Neff? Uh, this is a tough one because Vader is. I mean, if they were like to get in a fight, I mean, Vader's the immediate winner for me. Like the Joker, I mean, I'm sure he would try to fight, but I mean, the awesome power. And if you're going into like comic books, Vader, where he can like bring down like a like a star destroyer with just the force alone, is like. That stuff is like next level. And now, and now, thankfully, they're not having to resort to physical combat for this sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, why not? I want to see that because uh, it would go like, like it'd be beep. very quick. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what I want to see. It just be like <laughs> those Joker's neck breaking. Was that what it was? Yeah, <laughs> like it killing. Sound like you were choking on something. Yeah. Uh, Jackie, 
I honestly have no idea. That's a really tough one because they're both excellent villains in their own universes. So yeah. like, it's really hard to kind of draw the line. And this will definitely come down to the popularity contest. Yeah, I think, for of, sure. Yeah. Of who likes what most? Nick, Joker, or Vader? Mm, Vader. Yeah. Any yeah. particular reason? He's Vader. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody has a, a lightsaber. Uh, I think that they automatically get like a plus ten advantage uh-huh. for for who you know where, where they rank and things. But yeah, we have Vader versus Joker is going to be legendary. Uh, and don't forget, whoever wins this next round, um, is they're going to go on to the, the, the whether it's Green Goblin or uh, or Khan, they're going to move into the semifinals. But yeah, Joker or Vader, whoever takes that one moves into the final round for best thing ever. So. Get out there and vote. Vote wisely. You can vote on our Twitter page. That's twitter.com slash nerdofgodcast. Uh, it will be up and live at the time of this episode's airing. Vote, share, and like in this week's best thing ever. ever. To give you context, ever. Every, every movie that Darth Vader was in was a really good movie. Not every movie that's, that Joker was that's in. That's what I was actually was thinking. That's just because of Suicide Squad. Yeah. Every single movie that Darth Vader was in, every single one. Are you saying Darth Vader? Darth Vader, not Anakin Skywalker. No, like in like in full Darth Vader outfit. He's also talking about Episode Three. I know he what he's was, talking about. Mm-hmm. Yep, every single one. Which is Ro- his Rogue favorite one? Rogue One. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. I couldn't I, finish watching Rogue One. Why? I just I had such a hard time with it. I you just, missed the best part. <laughs> yeah, I the just, ending is a great. I mean, I've I've seen the ending. Like I saw a, a clip of the ending. I just I personally had a hard time watching, it, and I wanted to love it. I just. It was really. She knew everybody going that irks me. It. That irks me so much. That's like that's like my old generation X, like looking down the rim of my glasses, and I don't even wear glasses. Uh, at you punk millennials, Wait. I couldn't watch the whole movie, but I watched a clip of it. No, you, you. It was either you or Steven. Someone showed me a clip that, of it. it was not I was me. not looking for it. it was Someone not showed me. it to me and was like, "Oh yeah, this is what happens." That no, was not me. Rogue One was really great. I'll even give you this, that that episode three was not bad. So, yay, yay, yay Darth Vader. But you'll have to let us know on Best Thing Ever. Um, when you guys, uh, one, of, one of the things that, I don't know if you work near a computer during the day or if you're in a position where you have your phone in your hand uh, during some of your free time, but do you ever just get on the internet and just search for stuff? It depends. Sometimes. Just like random, get lost. You ever click the I'm feeling lucky button on Google? No. No? no? Is that still a thing? Well, I think so. I also try to keep my safe search on yeah. when I do that. That's <laughs> important. There was there was one time years ago where I was researching Dwight Howard on Wikipedia, and after like two hours, somehow without searching another thing, wound up on the Beatles. Don't know how I got there, but I typed in Dwight Howard, ended up on the Beatles. My search don't know how that happened. My searches one evening went from uh, blue whales to police chases that people escape from, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and I was up. Till 7 a.m. in the morning, and I started at 11 p.m. You went down the rabbit hole, sir. I went so far. Eight hours? Eight hours. Because blue whales are beautiful, and people (laughs) are really- People are faster than the cops, apparently. (laughs) That's why I can't go on Wikipedia, because I'll go on Wikipedia, and And I'll start start clicking on everything, everything, and I'm going- So I want to know all the things. I started out, like, you know, looking up this college team's mascot, and next thing you know, uh, did Mama Cass actually choke on a ham sandwich? Next thing I know is, (laughs) I love that episode of Scooby-Doo, and I don't even know what's happening. (laughs) Well, we're going to play a quick game. We've played it before on the show. This is called Weird Things That Humans Search For. You guys- your board's in front of you there. I got a board. I got a pen. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to give you guys a quick topic, a search engine topic. The first words that someone might type into a search engine, a la Google, 
and uh, and it's going to you know of course pop up the suggestions that come up afterwards some of the most popular things that people have searched for. So the way that this game is going to be played is this. I'll read you the clue. I'll read you the, the first couple lines of what someone might type in, and you guys are going to just write two answers. You're going to write your main answer and a bonus answer. Oh. So it's kind of just do a, a one and a two. Your main answer, if you get it and it's one of the ones that are on the list, you are going to get uh, two points. If it's the first thing on my list, you're going to get four points. Oh, snap. And then after we've decided that, if your bonus answer is also on the list, you'll get an extra one point. So, so you, you can, can get three to five points. You could get three to five, oh, zero to five points, actually. Oh, yeah. So uh, so let's go do, go ahead and do this. We'll start out real quick with weird things a human search for. All right. uh, conspiracy theories about the dot, dot, dot. Conspiracy theories about the blank. So you guys got quick chance to write down two. Nick, you going to play along with this, man? Uh, sure. I don't know if you're busy over there, like, you know, soldering things and... <coughs> kind of. Do diagnostics on the warp core and such. Less less exciting than that. Okay. Cli- climbing through Jeffrey's tubes. A lot less exciting than that. When did right. this game come out? Um, recently. So, are okay. these, are these like, fun answers? Or are they, like, ser- not They're serious, but... No, 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 no. I meant like Put the questions answers, on there. Are they like jokey answers? Or are they like, could they be ranged from jokey to serious? I mean, I, they're what the internet says. Okay. Yes, dude. Oh, I have a question. Yes. Um, If like somebody else wrote the answers that I wrote, is that going to affect the point? No, you still get points. Okay, cool. So if you and I wrote the exact same two yes. answers. We'll All right, so here we go. Point. Let's go ahead and try this out, and then we'll see if we can figure out how the scores work. So we'll start over here with Steven. Uh, conspiracy theories about the... Do I read both or just one? One. Uh, moon landing. Moon is the number one answer. Oh, Four nice. points for Stephen. Jackie. Area 51. Area 51, not one of our answers. Neff. About the Twin Towers. Twin Towers, unfortunately not an answer. And least money. JFK assassination. JFK assassination, not one of the answers. Wow. Uh, so Stephen has four points. Everybody else has zero right now. Let's wow. check your bonus answers. Uh, what's your bonus answer, Stephen? Mine was the 9-11 attack, so that's already out. Jackie. The president. Just the president? Just the president. Neff? The government. The government. And least money. Twin Towers. None of those were on there. All right. That was your bonus <laughs> answer? Yeah. Okay. That, was, that was mine, too. Uh, all right. So the, the uh, conspiracy theories about the moon, the world, the ocean, the Illuminati. The, oh, that's, that's The office, the Bible, the pyramids, the KKK, oh, the, the Catholic Church, and for some reason, the Grinch. <laughs> what? People the, aren't asking the, the right oh, questions. No, I'm going to be up until 7 a.m. doing this. The Grinch right. is really the story Blue of Donald J. Trump. All right, moving right along. Can twins blank? Can twins blank? Now, this is maybe an unfair advantage because we have uh, a real <laughs> a real twin at the table and a fake twin at the table. <laughs> Me and Neff are the real you. twins. So, can twins blank? You guys got a quick second to write. Nick. I didn't ask you your your answers. I'm sorry. I'd forgotten that you were sorry, here. What was the question? <laughs> First one: conspiracy theories about uh, moon landing. Moon landing was number one. Nick gets four points. Yeah. What was your second answer? Um, I don't know. All right, moon landing. Four points. Good deal. Can twins blank? Can I start since I'm twins? Uh, no, Jackie. Okay then. Ah. Fake twins first. Uh, can twins feel each other's pain? Can fi- twins? Feel each other's pain. Not on the answer. Not one of the answers. What? <laughs> what? No. Well, not that one. <laughs> uh, communicate telepathically. Can twins think the same thing? It is on the board. Two points, Nev. Two points. Yeah. At least money. 
read each other's minds. Think the same thing. Two points for Lisa. Can you think the same thing? As my sister? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> We've never had a conversation. What's your about sister it? thinking right now? Mm. Close your mind. This game sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Steven I literally wrote Read each other's minds Alright think the same thing Two points Nick uh, yeah, Think the same thing Alright two points What's your bonus answer Steven I think um, all three of us Our bonus answer Was feel each other's pain That nope. mine is also Feel each other's pain We hey, all wrote the same thing Mine was feel each other's pain Alright so maybe We have more twins At this table than we thought <laughs> Alright the, uh, the answers We're looking for is Can twins have twins Oh. Can twins have the same DNA Can twins have different dads because it depends on what reality show you're on. Um, can twins be that's born? That's actually uh, can happen. I've seen it happen. Before. Thank you, useless information, Salisbury. Could twins be born days apart? Can twins be different heights? Can twins be different races? I'm so yes. confused by these stupid questions. Can Why twins would... have the same <laughs> fingerprints? Can twins of different genders be identical? Can twins eat each other? Yes. In, in mean, the womb. Technically. <laughs> and can twins the same thing. All right, question number three. How to make someone blank? How to make someone blank? Write down your two answers. We're going to start with Quentin Neff. Give everyone just a second. Pens down. How to make someone throw up. How to make someone throw up. Not on the list. Oh. Yeah. Least money. Like you. How to make someone like it. How do you mean like? Like, like, like attracted to you. Like, like have a crush on you. How to make someone fall in love with you. Number one answer. Four points. Yay. Nick Sadler. Yes. Do you have an answer? No. <laughs> All right. Nick, I'm going to let you keep doing what you're doing. All right. <laughs> Steven. I wrote love me, so I guess I'd be falling in love with you. Uh, no, falling in love with you is different than love me. Love me is just kind of sad. Just no points, just write a sad face. That's not fair. That's <laughs> okay. Wait, are uh, you serious? <laughs> Jackie. I put love me as well. Love oh, love you? All right. Lo four points. I'm putting four points on here. All right. Neff, uh, what's your bonus answer? How to make someone uh, cry. How to make someone cry? Not on there, you cruel, awful person. I'm just trying to help people who are Least sick body. and leave you alone. Too happy. <laughs> uh, shut up is one of the answers. I'm gonna go ahead and take it for one one bonus point. Steven. <laughs> I wrote throw up. It's not on there. Throw up is not on there, Jackie. Disappear. Disappear. Wow. Just a simple, simple as having <laughs> the right jewelry and snapping your fingers. Don't oh. make Jackie mad. All those beginners, no, magicians. Don't do All right, what we're looking for is this. fall in love with you, laugh, happy, feel better, pass How out. How to make someone happy? Oh, yeah. Knees, jealous, smile, shut up, and fall asleep. Can a potato blank? Can a potato blank? I've been seeing a lot of commercials for Idaho potatoes, and tonight I saw a commercial on my Hulu that they have an Idaho potato mobile. What? It's a truck, and in the middle of it is a large Idaho potato, and I think they're traveling the country. Like the Wienermobile. <laughs> and I think it's real because on the side of the truck it says, yes, it's real. So if you guys see the Idaho potato That's truck, hard. let us know. <laughs> but our real question is this. Can a potato blank? And we're going to start with least money. Oh, great. I love that this is the one I get to start yeah, with. Yeah, girl. I have no idea. Can a potato... Can a potato... Looking at these answers, it could be just about anything. I got, I got some <laughs> pretty a, good ones. Can a, can a potato grow leaves? Can a potato grow leaves is not, not, not <laughs> one of the answers. Not one of the answers, unfortunately. Steven. Can a potato, potato produce energy? 
Can a potato produce electricity is one of the answers. Oh, you get two good. points, Steven. Yay. Jackie. Can a potato fly around my room? Can a potato a fly potato around your room? around my room. Is that on the list? <laughs> no, it's not. Oh, that would have been but so But clearly, great. it's a thing. What's that from? It's a vine. It's a vine, oh. Steven. Look it up, it's Steven. a vine, old man. <laughs> hey. Generation gap. Quentin. Can a potato cure cancer? Can a potato uh, has it has can what? <laughs> I, 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 no, that's not on the list. It, there was can a potato cure a cold, but I'm I'm not I'm not gonna. It's like a cold, it's but like worse. a cold, <laughs> but much worse. The ultimate yeah. cold, but much worse. All right, so let's talk about your bonus answers, least money. Um, be eaten raw. Can a potato be eaten raw? Yes, exactly on there. Ooh. Really? One, yeah, one bonus point. Steven. Can a potato? Kill a group of Irish people. Uh-huh. Can a potato kill you? Is one of the points. I'll give it to you. It's called the Great Bonus famine. point. <laughs> a lack of potatoes. Die. Can a potato die? Yeah. Um. No. No. It's <laughs> an inanimate object. They live forever. Yeah. Nev. Can a potato be carnivorous? Can a potato be carnivorous? Like eat a potato? I can't give you that. But you um, could. Answers we're looking for. Charge, can a potato charge a phone was the number one answer. Oh, I almost wrote that. Can a potato kill you? Can a potato go bad? Produce electricity? Cure a cold? Silence a gun? Explode in the microwave? Make you fat? Be eaten raw? Or detox your body? I feel like if I had just gone smaller with my <laughs> answers, I would have had like so many points. Wait, there. what was your bonus one? Uh, be carnivorous. And what was the... Uh, kill, kill none of, why? Yeah. Why? Where do they keep blank? Where do they keep blank? These are not. This is not going to be on here. Let's move my bonus one. That's ridiculous. The internet is full of things, you guys. Where do they keep blank? I'm just having fun with this at this point. All right. Uh, Jackie, I think you're up, kid. Where do they keep the aliens? Where do they keep the aliens? Two points. Really? It's on there. Nice. Neff. Uh, my lost socks. Where do they keep the lost socks? Not one of the answers, but I think I feel like you should get a half a point for that one because it's a good answer. Well, thank you. Least money. Where do they keep Disney? Where do they keep like, <laughs> like Walt, Walt Disney. Disney's head? <laughs> yeah. uh, it is not on here, but still half a point. Good Frozen answer. Frozen carbonite. Steven. Where do they keep the gold? Where do they keep all the gold? That's an answer. Two points. At I want to know where the gold is. At the right. end of the rainbow. Jackie? Bigfoot. Is this your bonus one? Or? Yeah. Yeah, bonus one. Bigfoot's not on here, unfortunately. Okay. Neff, bonus. My pants, asking for a friend. <laughs> Honey, where <laughs> are my pants? <laughs> no, not on here. Uh, least money. The Declaration of Independence. I'm going to give it to you. The Constitution <laughs> is on there, so I'm going to give you That's the Declaration the of Independence. I'm going to give it to her. I, I She's Puerto Rican. She doesn't know. How often does Nicholas Cage Google that? They keep it. They they keep it in a glass thing. And then they when they Stephen, uh, the leprechauns. The leprechauns not on there. Your your oh my meme, gosh, you your both? meme knowledge from ten years ago has failed you. Some. Uh, we're looking for and dead bodies. Leprechaun. We're to keep dead bodies. We're to keep Air Force One, the Constitution, all the gold horses, the crown jewels, aliens, the Stanley Cup, all the seeds, and luggage on the plane. All, all the seeds. Final answer. All the. Where are all the all seeds? All the seeds. Yeah. I opened this lettuce. There's no seeds. Where do, they no, keep them? where do they keep the seeds? How do they grow lettuce without seeds? What? <laughs> How do these watermelons have no uh last one. Has anyone invented blank? Has anyone invented blank? I should say. Put the right emphasis on there. This is your final one. So really make it count, you guys. Drinkable gasoline. <laughs> what? <laughs> 
kids. There's nothing on your your thing there, sir. <laughs> kids. Uh, uh, does anybody else have drinkable gasoline? No, uh, copying Nef, off of anybody. Neff. Uh, what the the thoughts and opinions of Neff are not necessarily those of the Nerd of Godcast uh, or anybody else. Don't drink gasoline because it does not exist. No one has invented it. But it smells well, delicious. Uh, at least money. Um, alternative fuels. Uh, alternative, you like drinkable gasoline? Uh, yeah. Well, I meant like, sure. for your car. Yeah, no, none of that is yeah. on there. I was about to say, that's on there. Steven, I want the point. <laughs> a time machine. Number one answer is a time machine. Four points. Jackie. I did time travel, but I should have put machine. Time, time. I'll, 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 I'll give it to you. Four I'll, points, Jackie. High five, Jackie. Yay. Same, same All right, Neff, bonus. Peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> It put it in the same jar. Yeah, the same jar. <laughs> well, yes, yes, someone has invented that, but no, it's not one of the answers. Least money. Silent toilets. Ooh. Ooh. What a time to be alive. Like a shush flush. Oh, oh. patent it, patent it now. <laughs> it's not on there, but uh, the patented Taliban half, half a point. Uh, Steven. a lightsaber. Lightsaber is on there. One bonus point, and Jackie. Hoverboard. Hoverboard is also on there. Bonus point. We we're looking for a time machine, a perpetual motion machine, a flying car, a hoverboard, a jetpack, a teleporter, a lightsaber, a shrink ray, a force field, or this yet. Has anyone invented this, this yet? yet? A perpetual motion machine is impossible. Perpetual motion machine. I bet you if Billy Banks had just lived a little longer, we would have OxyClean and a perpetual motion All machine. we need are those birds that peck the water. Do you guys like, okay, real, qu- real quick, just talking about this. You guys know who Billy Banks is, right? Yes. No, no, Billy, Billy Banks. Mays. No, Billy Mays. Yeah, Billy Banks yes. was the Tybo guy. He's still alive. Billy Mays is dead. <laughs> I just, I just killed Billy, the Tybo guy. Is Billy Banks the kid from uh, Mary Poppins? Susan, <laughs> Susan Powder, the uh, Stop the Insanity person. None of you guys know who she is, but in the 90s, she was huge and bald. Uh, but, okay. Oh, okay, so do you guys, do you guys <laughs> right. like watching infomercials? Yes. Yes. Earlier I mentioned the Purple Boys, which is really mm-hmm. just ridiculous boys. infomercials. Mm-hmm. But they're so good. But do you guys like like the uh, watching Mr. T and you know some guy in a colorful sweater learn how to use like some food dehydrator? My, my favorite one is the Magic Bullet. I love the Magic. The Bullet. Magic Bullet is like a thirty-minute special of like these this couple feeding their family like <laughs> different friends. meals. One of them is like an old Anne who's like smoking on the side. Yes. Yeah. And she's a, she's, she's like, like I can't wait for you to make the margaritas. And they're like, yeah. Grandma. Alright, here's the margaritas. Let me clean off the guacamole first. But, but it's just like it's the greatest thing. And like the stuff they make is like really impressive. And I love how on those things they always have like the black and white clip of like, do you have problems putting your dishes away? And it's like someone just fumbling and doing the most. And then a big X. A big red X over <laughs> And it's always white people. Someone who's because white people are the <laughs> It's yeah, always white people. I don't know. I don't see race, Stephen. Well, yeah. not when it's oh black God. and white. Uh, so, yeah, you, you. I love watching infomercials. We used to have a, a local guy uh, here in Central Florida. He was named The Family Man. He used to do uh, commercials for a place called Family Auto Mart. Do you guys remember The Family Man? I think so. And listen, this was, I mean, this was 15. Nicholas Cage, right? 15 years ago. It had to be. Maybe even more. And this guy would come out. He's a, a heavy set guy. And he would come out there. And he's like, I'm The Family Man. Yes, I'm here to this. sell you. Car. If you want a deal, it's great. Call two four two zero three two eight. I knew the eight was the last no, one. See, oh, good job. See, our ge- see, my generation had the appliance direct. Now. Appliance, no. direct. appliance, appliance direct. direct. Appliance direct. Appliance direct was before your generation. That dude's been doing it for like twenty five years. Well, th- today I saw a com- uh, uh, one of these things. Rhett and Link reposted this, and they're like, "Congratulations! <gasps> yes. This is like your new ringtone." And it's a commercial about pizza, and it's this oh. guy and this girl making like this huge pizza, and they're like, "Dough." Sauce, cheese, eat, but don't forget 
to add the meat. It's this really <laughs> awful song. Paper plates. Party. Ranch sauce. Party. Pizza box. Party. Gluten free. Not a party. Dough. But Rhett and Link out there start doing like uh, commercials. commercials and stuff. Yeah, like that. And the Red I House. Love bad commercials. I love. Mm. It's like one of my. It's it, for, there's really no better way to put it than a guilty pleasure. I love watching infomercials, staying up late and watching all these things. Horrible, but enjoyable. I love the slap chop guy. <laughs> you know, oh, yeah. he's like, dude, he's like, guys, dude's crazy, right? And there's Phil Swift for his he's, a sh- he's a sham wow guy too. Right? Oh, the sham wow guy, yeah, 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 yeah exactly. So you look at the sham wow here. Yeah, but the Germans, you might and then Billy, business. Billy Mays, who yeah. did the OxyClean, and he did lots like of things, but OxyClean was his claim and, to fame. And Phil Swift, Phil Swift is and the new guy. He's they used the to have, they used to have a show that was, it was a, sh- I say it's show, it was really commercial. It was amazing discoveries, and it was a guy that would come out. He was always wearing like a wacky patterned sweater, and he would come out and say, "Look at this, it's a food dehydrator or whatever." it was that he was selling that week. Um, the Bluth's Cornballer. <laughs> yeah. See this handy appliance that'll scramble an egg while it's still inside its shell. And the crowd will be like, oh, and they all clap. And, mm-hmm. and now how much would you expect to pay? That's right. Not not $500, not $400, not even $300, $300. but just four easy payments of $59.99. And we're like, oh, clap, I don't clap, want four easy payments. I want three easy payments and one ridiculous payment. So I love watching infomercials, <laughs> and uh, that is truly one of my guilty pleasures. And I want to talk a little bit about that tonight, because sometimes you 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 have these things that you know are not good. They're not quality, but then you find yourself indulging in them anyway. Um, when I say guilty pleasures, opening up the lexicons of your heart, <laughs> what, what is something that you say, yeah, I know this is trash, but I love it? <laughs> Jackie, I feel like I you should feel go like first because you made an audible noise. Your cup runneth over. <laughs> like, okay, so there's two, and I feel like I need to prep. I just just let it out, girl. This is a safe place. No, it's not. <laughs> You're so with friends, I Jackie. Will, I will sometimes. I haven't done it lately, but I will sometimes read fan fiction. Mind you, wow. I read I read the tags before oh, I start Jackie, super judging you. The same fan fiction. Okay. That's disgusting. Okay, okay, okay. So so for those of safe, us for those please. that don't know maybe what fan fiction is. Read the tags. Yeah. Um, please. It, it, Stephen Bucky him. People that are <laughs> <laughs> Nightcrawler judge silently from across the room. <laughs> so, Fan fiction is when people who they, they love a certain characters or universe and they will they, write, they write stories, stories for it. continuing yes. them. Uh, fan fiction definitely has the the, ten, the tendency to delve into some yes. dark areas. Which is why I haven't read it a lot lately, but when I do read it, I make sure I read the tags That's really and funny. the summaries and... There's some, some really cute ones. So out there. am I? Am I? Uh, you know what? I'm not even gonna mention that. That's I, I don't know why. I feel like I don't think less of you, but I am genuinely surprised by that. Like I'm I'm surprised that. But like, so, you know it because no. you're you're squealing. You're like ah. Because like, it's fan fiction. Yeah. <laughs> See, someone, but that's guilt. That's that's the perfect snapshot of what like, guilty pleasure yeah. is. Like you're you're not broadcasting it. You're whispering it. You know. Yeah, you're like. like oh. And some some fan fiction is actually like really clever. Like some people make some of them are really they make like well written backstories for characters that don't get very well developed in like shows. There was so. a funny really thing the one. guy the guy who wrote The Martian, um, mm-hmm. the the book The Martian. Andy Weir. Yes, thank you, Nick Sadler, <laughs> jumping in on. He, he wrote 
a fan fiction story based on the book Ready Player One. Yes. Where he gave uh, Serrano, the, the main bad guy, oh, Sorrento. Yeah, yeah, Sorrento, yeah. excuse me. He, uh, yes, for me, I say Sorrento, I'm thinking of string cheese. Or he, Kia. He, he, he gave a backstory for Sorrento that the author of Ready Player One, Ernest Klein, liked so much that he made it canon. He it, made was it. Yeah, it, it was brilliant. It was, it was really good. It was just a short story, but it was, it was interesting. Yeah. Uh, so aside from fan fiction then, Jackie, confession is good for the soul. Thank you. Uh, what's something, when, when I say guilty pleasure then, that sort of rings true with you? I'm like, so I hate it, but reality TV really does amuse me. But I really <laughs> like knowing, like, the before, the the true Hollywood story of people. Okay. I love those things. So, like, how they ended up getting cast in this reality TV shows. I will waste so much time on YouTube, like, watching little fan-made, like, stalker videos <laughs> of, like, Gosh. random, like, reality TV show people. Like, I know so much about Cardi B. <laughs> I know Why? So Just because. it's some, Something about it is, like, really amusing. That's funny. And I think that YouTube should have the subtitle, Your Guilty Pleasure, on it. Because For real. Honestly. Because YouTube is a world of nothing but guilt. You you mentioned yes. there there's a there's a lady in our church and she has a Twitter and feed. Murders. She she's just oh uh, what like murder like unsolved crimes things like that. Oh, oh I thought you were saying there's a lady in our church who murders. There's a lady like, in our that's church. her guilty pleasure. She murders my <laughs> Twitter feed. Uh, the she, pot she doesn't. Uh, she's a, she's an old lady. She's an old a senior adult old Aww. lady. And she has a Twitter for some reason, and her Twitter is linked to her YouTube for some reason. So the only thing that she tweets is the automatic tweets of, she liked this video, she liked yes. this video, she liked this video. Mm -hmm. What kind of videos do you think that she likes over and over and over again? Uh, Pottery. Nope. Oh, no. No. Oh, no. It has to do with squeezing. Oh, is, oh it, is it Dr. Pimple Popper? She loves watching. I, I don't know how people that. are into that. It's she so has a TV show now. Nasty to me. It's I, so satisfying. Oh, satisfying? No, so listen, sad. to be Pimple fair. popping is disgusting. Listen, no, because she doesn't just do pimples. She does. Oh, no, stop. Ah, please stop. Ah. I will legitimately throw up. I'm going to gag. He I'm has thrown up on the show before. One of my favorite things to watch. And Every other I, week he just I, craps on it. I feel like a terrible person for watching him, but like, they have uh, and like and it mostly happens in Africa, but uh, dogs in Africa uh, tend to get these things called mango worms. Oh. Taking and, the headphones off, and they just <laughs> even can't handle this. And they just they uh, pop out. They it doesn't help. Pop out. The headphones start on. And I can still hear. <laughs> yeah, they just they literally just like they squeeze and they just pop out. And the dogs are fine. The dogs are asleep the whole time. Squeeze so not what? Like the, they're mango worms. To get they, the worms they squeeze out. Squeeze the the pelt. I saw a video. Pop, they pop out. I saw a video the other day of a little girl. Who had what looked like about a six-inch fluke worm stuck up her oh, nose, what? and they had to go in and kind of like pull it out with tweezers. But what? people will watch these things of stuff getting like lanced and squeezed and like, Bleh. I can't handle it. No. It's making me those things Just bother me. What I do have a guilty look for medical shows. I love medical like. Like, like the, 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 no, 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 no. Like ER. I'm like untold like stories of the ER, ER. medical incredible, that was 24 hour survival. Such a like, fast combo of no, 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 no. You have to be Puerto no, no, Rican no, 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 no. to be able to I do that. I can't do that. that. <laughs> My tongue does not move that fast. Because <laughs> it's not like I like shows that reenact really horrible, 
like medical trauma and then show how <laughs> so they So I remember one time, Lisa Money, we went to South Carolina together with a bunch of <laughs> with a bunch of teenagers and I'm driving the, the church van and you're in my shotgun position, all right? We're yes. sharing uh jelly beans and uh beef jerky. And mm-hmm. that's that's our trip for six hours up the highway. And you start talking about I watch these shows about medical dramas about like stuff coming off the back of a truck in front of people and like decapitating the dr- and we're going, You gotta stop talking right now. Bro. That is not okay. Nope. Yeah. Uh, that stuff bothers me. I don't like uh, it skeezes me out like shows people love watching like true crime shows about like serial those. killers and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Oh, 90 my day, mom can't do that. 90 day fiance. That gives me so much anxiety. Yeah, can't handle <laughs> that. That's the fiance one. But the, the trashy the trashy yeah, shows. I think when you talk about like that from the pimple popper to the medical stuff uh, there's no. a little pimple bit of a, popper I can't do. A little there's, bit of a guilty pleasure thing there. Ja- I, Jackie, I'm not trying to tell your business, but one of the things I know that you will do and uh, you're not alone cuz 28% of Americans will do this. What? Binge watch an entire TV season yes. in one day. Oh, not, not well, a season. Don't don't deny, it, girl. That I've done it before. I've done that. Yeah. Um. We, we there's there's more things. Uh. Forty one percent of people will fall asleep watching TV because they don't want to go to bed. They just continue seeking out more entertainment. Thirty two percent of Americans will stay in their PJs all day if given yes. the opportunity. Oh, for sure. I'm in my PJs right now. PJs are so comfortable. <laughs> yeah, there's so many things that people will do, and they might not necessarily broadcast it, but it's part of like their routine. I'll Stephen, what's something? It. What is what is your guilty pleasure? Um, I re- <laughs> this is gonna sound really stupid. Uh. I really, really love the show Degrassi: The Next Generation. Not the next class. You know that you're like 30 years old, right? Yes, but uh, I watched it when it was on TV, and I can still go back and watch it. I feel like I've, I was a teenager again. But what's funny uh, is when I was watching it. Wait, is that the one with Drake on it? Yeah. Okay. Jimmy. Okay. I, when I was, he was Aubrey back then. Jimmy Aubrey, Drake. Aubrey Graham. No, his <laughs> name was Jimmy. Jimmy Drake in his yeah. house. But when I was watching it, I was like a hardcore like wannabe thug. But like my favorite show at so, the time was Degrassi. So the hardcore next wannabe thug, and you were inspired by Canadian, Canadian mel- melodrama. melodrama. So, since we're confessing to watching uh, children's uh, shows, um, I watch a show, and it's Jackie's fault that I watch it. And don't yes. judge me; I'm not a brony, and I don't uh, uh, I don't usually watch girl shows. I think you just telegraph what you're going to talk about, unless you're going to switch it up at the last second and make it I, house. Miraculous Ladybug. I watch <laughs> Miraculous <laughs> Ladybug. Gotcha. Well, that really was it. I yeah. thought you were My Little Pony. I thought it was My Little Pony because he said brony. Ow! That was my face. Okay. I hit him in the face. Yeah, mm-hmm. don't do that. That hurt. Well, I can't do it now. One of Neff's guilty pleasures is hitting Stephen in the face. Violently. Yeah, I'm not familiar with the ladybug thing, but it's I. Cute. Well, it's okay. It's <laughs> oh, I hope somehow so. somehow it's different, Jackie. When you say it's cute, and when Neff goes, I'm not a brony, but. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know, it's just a, it's a nice show, and I like superhero stuff, and it's like a 3D animated anime. Yeah, see, I feel like if you the, watch it, Jackie, it's not a guilty pleasure. But if Neff watches it, you better keep that on the DL side. The, 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 the main secret. character, like they'll, they'll put you on a list if you. I know. The, the main guy, he he does a lot of puns, and I love puns. Well, Puns are not bad. Puns can be a guilty pleasure, too. They're um, definitely his. It, I don't know if this is a guilty pleasure or not. For It is for me. Sometimes I will straight up eat cereal for dinner. No, that's not a good thing. Mean, that's a beautiful sometimes. thing. Is it? That's a I magical I want to say for thing. dinner, but sometimes I'll eat, I'll eat ice snack. cream for breakfast. That's a, that. that's a privilege as an <laughs> adult and an American. Uh, so, um, let's see. Um 17% of Americans steal shampoo and soap from hotels. They give the, that's, uh, that's, that's, that's built into the price of the room. Why would you take the little bottles back home? They, that's they, not good. For, look at my hair. That's not good so for anything. They're so tiny. They want you to take it. Was They're that one anyway. How about this one? Uh, social media creeping. Like stalking somebody oh, else. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
We all do it. Do we all do it? Yes, yes we, we do. All don't do act it. surprised. You do it too. I don't know what you're talking about. How about this one, Lise Mati? Talking to your dog as if they understand people <laughs> Oh my language. gosh, That's I love every my pet dog. owner ever. My dog is my guilty pleasure. Hi, Matt. <laughs> is Max a listener? <laughs> yes. <laughs> she just puts headphones on him. My and mom playing. listens with Max next to her. There you so, go. hi, Maxie Poofing. I love you. <laughs> Oh, just your mom hearing it. Sorry, right now. Uh, so, why do we feel guilty about guilty pleasures? Like, what is what 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 is the guilt part of guilty pleasure? Maybe embarrassment. Some people make us feel bad for liking things. I, Steven, <laughs> like pimple popping. <laughs> no, I mean, well, that's for, disgusting. Yeah, no, that's weird. Yeah. So, where where does that come from? Is that like a society, like social, like peer so. pressure thing? I think so. It's an it's a it could be like an embarrassment thing. Like if, when I was a thug, want to be thug. If someone found out I was watching Degrassi every Friday night, then uh, yeah, I would have been made well, fun of. Been well, maybe that's it. Maybe that's like the fact that like, like me, I'm a grown adult man and I watch a show for uh, eight year old girls. Like the wow, that's on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> that's on the internet. Dang it! Ever <laughs> <laughs> it's the, the, the face you. The face you made was like you finally realized how odd that is. <laughs> I'm just saying, like uh, Stephen. You, Stephen you, wanted you to be. You really better hope that the cams board doesn't hear this. You're calling <laughs> oh, ministry no. studies. That's, he's joking. We go in, and Doctor Schrade is like, "Sir, <laughs> sir, we've been listening. Sorry about that. We know that you. Uh, Here's your check. We back. know that you really would like to go into children's <laughs> ministry, but we we're gonna put you on a watch list. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. That's and that's it's funny because it's guilty because you're not supposed to, but it's a TV show. But I think that's it. Like like doctors are supposed to be the ones who are who are doing the the operations for the pimple popping and stuff like that. That's stuff that's like yeah, she's me- a doctor. that's medical stuff. You know, uh, Stephen wanted to be a th- or was like in a thuggy, you know, time in his life, and he was yet he was watching something that is meant for like you know. The dorkiest type of teens, or whatever, or you know, Canadian teens, Canadian teens. So it's like maybe it's like something that you feel like you shouldn't be, you know, liking because of who you are, and yet it's something that's like a surprise that you do. Like when Troy from Community decided he wanted to be a dancer. Exactly. Yes. And he felt ashamed about it because he was the quarterback. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It's not the the stereotypical mold. I also Toxic think masculinity. Shame and excess sometimes. Like you don't. If you like something so much, sometimes you feel like that draws attention to you mm-hmm. and or you like it the abnormal amount. Like there's some kind of a balance that we're supposed to be in. And if you're above that balance, then then people are going to judge you for it. But it's funny because there's some things that people can like in excess and it's OK. Like th- th- part of the reason that we do the Nerd of God cast is because I was always concerned that like anybody like guys could just walk up to each other and be like, hey, how about that football game? Oh, my goodness. Those Eagles, those Saints, those Cowboys, the Notre Dame. That's and people can talk about that, and it's not like a—it's like just this accepted social thing. But if you come up and you're like, "Oh my gosh, you guys! I was playing D and D with my clan the other day, <laughs> and dude, I was rolling natural twenties like it was nobody's business." You no, guys—that's that's true. I went into work today and was asking people, "Have you guys seen the Spider-Man trailer?" Like, oh, I don't really care about that, and I had nobody to converse with about it. I'm yeah, sorry. it's just it's it, okay, it, and it's it's but it's, it's Spider Man, and we've kind of accepted that these movies, these cinematic movies, are are at least a little more mainstream. Nobody's gonna point at you and laugh if you mm-hmm. go see Avengers on opening weekend. But you know, if you stay up all night, if you're like, I gotta watch Doctor Who, it becomes a weird thing. Or if you know, if you're going to play D and D or something like that, or if, you know, you're waiting in line uh, for a midnight release of a video game, or w- there's certain things where you cross a certain line, or you would consider it's excess, and you go, oh, but if I'm 
waiting out there for a concert ticket or if I'm waiting out there to get tickets to the Super Bowl or something like that, people are all just like, wow, this is real dedication to your fandom. But there's something about maybe the things that we like that people go, ah, it's a little weird. Uh, and, and, and guilty pleasures can be anything. And, and I think anybody's susceptible to them, whether it's reality TV or whether it's something simple like Candy Crush. You know, there's <laughs> things that like we, we go, oh, well, I shouldn't probably like this as much as I do, but but people totally do. But to keep the conversation from being totally superficial, have you ever felt guilty about something that's real? Not just the fandom thing, not just I like watching people pop pimples on the Internet, but real guilt. Like, oh, wow, the, the kind of gnawing at your gut can't sleep at night, you know, it haunts you, sort of guilt. Oh, yeah. I've, I've definitely had it in the past um, based off of how I've treated people. Because sometimes when I, when I get angry, I tend to treat people in the wrong way, uh, which is something I haven't been uh, working on for a very long time. But I'll immediately, like, that night, like, 30 minutes later, realize that I made a mistake and how I treated them. And it'll, like, it'll eat at me, like, all day and all night until I can get back in contact with that person where I can tell them how sorry I am about it. Saying or doing the wrong thing Mm -hmm. with with somebody else. Is it sometimes, hey, I did this wrong thing and I feel bad about it? Or is a lot of times maybe... I did the wrong thing and I think that they feel bad about it. Like it's, is it, is it, I did it or is it, they think less of me? No, I, it's more of, uh, I feel bad for doing it because I feel like I hurt them. Hmm. Like I, I, like for me, it's like, I like, even if they're not, even if they're angry at me, I just want to make sure that they're okay and I feel bad. Uh, I just wanted to let them know that I felt bad about well, it. Well, we, we've all felt bad about something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We've all felt guilty about do. Is it the things that you say or the things that you do or the things that you don't do? Um, do you find it easy to own up to that and, like Neff said, like go back and apologize and try to make it right, or do you try to stick to your guns and say, you know, I don't want to feel guilty about this. I was right and try to justify it in your mind. Or well, what's your typical flight pattern there? I think there's uh, the tendency, at least I've noticed with me, because I don't like um, feeling, no, I don't think anyone likes feeling guilty, um, but there'll be a moment um, where you'll, I'll try to justify, like, well, this is how I'm feeling, but deep down, like, in my heart, I'm like, mm, I know I need to, like, talk to this person about it, and it'll take me a little bit of time, but I'll get there. It doesn't usually take very long, but I'll, like, be angry or uh, be upset um, for a minute, and then I'll go and apologize and be like, hey, I was dummy. And that's is that guilt that motivates you, or is it like a sense of... It, it's... I would think it's, it's a sense of guilt, and then also just knowing that, like, I'm wrong, and it's I can't sit here and know, that, like, that I messed up. It's like that. This isn't on the person that I was angry at. Like I know I lashed out, and that wasn't the Christ-like thing to do. Yeah. Uh, there was one time uh, back when I was at uh, massage school that I. It was the first and only time I've ever screamed at my mom. Like it was for something really stupid. Like she had asked me to do something that I was like, I'm trying to do homework. I'm trying to do all these things. And there was a lot of feelings of um, inadequacy when I was at Aveda. So it was like, I had to try extra hard to get the grades that I got because I wasn't good with the science part of it. And my mom basically made it sound like that, like I wasn't doing anything. I was being lazy. And it's like, I actually had a screaming match with my mom and I immediately like felt guilty and angry because I knew that that was not the appropriate reaction to it. I had to calm down because I was definitely very angry but once I did I talked to her and I'm like hey this is why I'm this is what I'm feeling and I'm sorry that I lashed out at you this way like 
just took me a second to calm down. Yeah, and and I think that calm down period is is important. But I would rather see. I'd rather see myself get to the point where I can do the right thing before that guilt yeah, becomes a factor yeah. of it. Because, boy, I, feeling embarrassed, I think guilt and embarrassment kind of go hand in hand for yeah. me. Like, especially if I do something wrong and then other people think, wow, you did this thing. And I go, oh, gosh. Uh, I, man, that will gnaw at me for years. Mm-hmm. For years. There'll be times I'll be mm-hmm. laying in bed at night and I'll think of some crap that happened, like, in fourth grade. Yep. And I'll be like, oh, yep. I feel like, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. terrible stuff, man. Yeah, there's there's been times when I thought about, like um, back in high school, I went to parties and I got drunk at, at, at parties. And a lot of the times, it was like near the end of my high school career. So I know that those the last time the last time that people saw me was as a drunk person instead of glorifying Christ. And that kind of always eats at me because near that time, like when I started off going to church, you know, I was still living like that despite you know being at church and. And going to church on the regular, I was still acting a certain way outside of church. And so looking back at it, if I had actually dedicated myself then to what I'm dedicating myself to now, um, I would have had a, be- a better perspective and the way I acted. And, and the, I think that when we experience that, it's not just the the action that causes the guilt, but then our reaction. What do we do with it? Because we'll all have those moments where we either put guilt on ourselves or other people put guilt on us, whatever it might be. And I don't know if you've ever had a relationship with someone where what they love to do is just make you feel guilty. Mm. Like everything that you do, it just, it, that's wrong. And, and, and you just always kind of feel like you're walking on eggshells. That's a terrible place to be. Mm-hmm. And we weren't designed to feel that kind of guilt. We weren't designed to operate under that and when we do our human reaction is to take it out on other people or to just try to cover it up and dismiss it um, or or basically you know hide it push it way way down um, but if, if we hold ourselves to a higher standard if we hold ourselves to a truth there is a there's a right reaction to that feeling of guilt uh, and I think the first thing you have to do is get to the cause of it. You know, what is it that's causing us to feel this way? What is it that's causing us to feel uh, this anxiety or this insecurity or this inferiority or this this feeling of disconnect? And and I'm, I'm just trying to think of biblical examples. You know, sometimes it's the things that we do. Sometimes it's the things that we don't do. Just off the top of my head, there's the story. Jesus is telling the story. He goes, he got a father, right? He's got two sons. And he tells his son, hey, go do this thing. And the son's like, no. But then ultimately he goes and does it. And then you have the son over here and he says, hey, go do this thing. And the son goes, okay, I will. But then doesn't do it. Which one did what the father was talking about? And I think sometimes we can be guilty, not by the things that we do wrong, but by even not doing the right thing. And I don't know if that son that didn't do it ever felt guilty, but he was guilty. But the one that said no, I think it was that sense of guilt that was a kind of a motivation for him to say, you know what, that wasn't right. I'm going to go do what my dad wants me to do. I'm going to go do what the father wants me to do. That is a positive reaction to a guilty feeling. Mm-hmm. It's a, a recalibration. It's it's setting things up the right way. And there's there's plenty of times in the Bible that we see the wrong way for people to do these things. Go back to the garden, Adam and Eve. They eat the fruit. They see their nakedness. God comes traipsing through the garden, and what's their reaction? What do they do? They hide. They hide. They have, They definitely They go and they duck by, and they're like, oh, God, we, we didn't know you were here. Sorry. Um, and then they cast blame. Yeah, and, Adam goes, it's not me, God. It was, it was, it was a woman. It was a woman you gave me. me. But that, that's guilt. Right. That, that was guilt. He knew that he did wrong. And when you watch, at least you work with little kids in a school. You know, mm-hmm. when a little kid gets caught doing something, watching them try to squirm and talk their way out of stuff, isn't it delightful? Mm-hmm. And they'll try to come up with some crazy cover stories, right? Yes, they will. Bentley through the chair. I feel like we're getting really real here right now. <laughs> oh, Bentley through the there's, chair. There's a, there's a Bentley somewhere. It was yeah. a rattlesnake match. Oh, Bentley. 
Yeah, there, but there's when you hear when you hear these stories from little little kids about like I didn't do it or the dog did or whatever it was. It's like yeah, didn't do it. We, okay. You, and you look at the kid because you know better, right? Like you know that the kid did the thing, right? Mm-hmm. And the story that they're making up is not the right. It's not the truth. And you're like, tell the truth. The truth will set you free. Tell the mm-hmm. truth. And that little kid will stick to their gun sometimes. And then yep. and then every night you, you'll get them and you finally like you'll see that lip start to quiver and their eyes will tear up. And they're like. Powerful tool. <laughs> <laughs> they feel that guilt, but yeah, Adam and Eve. You know, they 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 hid. They tried to hide from God. Um, when we look at Judas, Judas did the wrong thing. Judas knew he did the wrong thing, and he what knew it, he was doing the wrong thing before he even did it. And he was like, "Hey, you should need to take this gold back. I don't really want it." They're like, "We're not taking it back." Judas went out and hanged himself. Happy ending for that fellow right there. He got his belly cut open. That's that's what guilt does. Guilt causes you, if you can't use it as a point of recalibration, um, then then guilt will take you to the wrong place. Flip the coin on that one. Simon Peter did the same thing the same night. He mm. basically betrayed Jesus. Did him in a, di- a different way, but he denied Christ. He betrayed Christ. Simon Peter, when confronted with his sin, and he definitely was aware he did it because the Bible says he whipped, it wept bitterly, um, Simon Peter used that to recalibrate and return to Christ. Uh, unworthy as he felt, he used that to to say, instead of feeling guilty and letting that be my definition, instead of that being my assignment, instead of that being condemnation, I'm going to let it be godly conviction and and have it re- help me return to Christ. You know, guilt, when when we allow it to disconnect us from, from God, from our true north, it buries us. And, and, and like you said, shame is a very powerful thing, but shame, when it becomes our frame, it becomes our existence, it becomes our identity. And God did not design us to be creatures of shame. You know, we're made in his image. And he didn't die so that we could live with guilt and live with an albatross around our neck. He came to set us free from all of the things that separate us from him. Um, but so, so when we allow our guilt to become um, a companion or a byproduct of repentance, it can become a motivator. There's there's a, a, a wrestling movie, a wrestling documentary that I watched some years ago called Beyond the Mat. Oh, and, yeah. and they do some behind-the-scenes stories uh, about these professional wrestlers. And there's there's one they do of a character, a guy named Mick Foley, Mankind. Hmm. And uh, he, his whole motif, his gimmick, he's not a very athletic guy. He's not the most muscular guy in, in the WWF at that time. Uh, but he's known for being able to take a hit. Like he, yes. he, he Crazy he abuses. Uses his body for his. He, can, his he has huge pain tolerance. So what, one of the one of the pay per views that he did, and they have this documentary crew kind of filming him. They're sitting out in the crowd with his family, his wife and his two little and little little kids, and he's in the ring with his hand uh, hands chained behind his back and on his knees, and the Rock takes a steel chair and just wags him right across the face again and again and again. And it's a great storytelling. It's great violent action. The fans are eating it up. But while we're seeing that happen in the ring and the fans are just going nuts watching this, the documentary crew is watching his children react to that. Mm. And they're mortified. They're yeah. crying. They're afraid. So they, they take the, the film and they bring it back to his house after he gets all stitched up because he gets banged up bad. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, the, the show's over. It was a big hit. You know, they, 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 the ratings were great, whatever it was. And they show him the footage of his children crying and he and his kids are super important to him and he says for the first time I feel like a bad dad for the first time in my life I feel like I'm a bad father watching that and he and it and he had to recalibrate those sort of things there's moments in our lives when we begin to see what the things that we enjoy or what the things that we have done um, actually cause to happen in our lives and we need to use those moments to recalibrate and I know this is a little bit of a, a, a speech I know this is a little bit of a diatribe but God wants to give us that conviction so by by pointing out our, our sins or by pointing out our faults or by pointing out our where we're guilty we can be set free. And I think that sometimes in our mind, 
when we when we see and identify our, our shortcomings, all we do is just paint ourselves with the overall sense of unworthiness. Like, I'm a terrible person. I'm a bad person. I'm no good. I keep doing this again and again. And that, that guilt becomes our identity instead of what Christ says, which is your identity is found in me. Uh, God gives us a solution. Um, admit your problems and, and repent and receive freedom. But you know, in our minds, we allow guilt to keep us stuck in our shame or, or blame or denial or, or whatever it is. So I just want to encourage you guys, man. You know, when I think about John three sixteen, you guys know it, the most famous verse in the Bible, probably God so loved the world. He gave, he gave his, his only begotten, begotten son, son so whoever believed in him would not perish, but have everlasting life. And then it goes on to say, I'm like King James, in verse seven, <laughs> in verse seventeen, because God did not send His Son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through Him. He didn't come out here to say, "Yeah, you're a terrible person." Now here comes the flame. Here comes the lightning bolt. He sent His Son not to condemn us, but to free us. God didn't come down, yeah, guilty or innocent. Yeah, we're all guilty. Mm-hmm. Everybody for watching all those infomercials and pimple poppers and serving ourselves rather than God and and being prideful and, and whatever the things that we've done. Everybody has their own custom-made glass slipper of sin. But God didn't come to condemn us. He sent his son to, to redeem us, and he's always been all about that. Isaiah chapter 46, powerful passage of scripture. God says, listen to me, descendants of Jacob, the remnant of the people of Israel, you whom I've upheld since your birth and have carried you since you were born, even to your old age and gray hairs. I am he, I am he who will sustain you. I have made you and I will carry you. I will sustain you and I will rescue you. That's not a God who wants to paint a scarlet letter across our chest. That's not a God who wants to stamp guilt across uh, across our heart. That's a God who says, I've come to pay the price to set you free so that guilt no longer has to be your identity. So I just really want to challenge you and encourage you today. You know, we all have things that we like. We all have things that we're maybe not proud of, miraculous ladybugs or you know, <laughs> the, the, the things that we, we enjoy and we love. But when it comes down to the serious things that maybe we feel guilty about, maybe it's the things that you look at, maybe it's the things you listen to, the the things that you consume, the people that you spend time with, the things that you do, or the things that you don't do, just remember God stands there with freedom from your guilt, freedom from your sin, and a new identity for you. And it's just for you. It's yours for the asking. Guilt is no longer our identity. We are in Christ. And if you're not in Christ, Just call on him. Trust in him. You know, the Bible says that if you believe on the name of the Lord Jesus, you will be saved. Trust in the Lord and and turn to him, and salvation is his free gift for you. You know, we are separated from God by our sins, but God loves us so much that he sent his only son to lay down his life to pay the price for our sins so that we could be made right in God through Christ. He didn't come to condemn you. Uh, If your relationship with God is based on guilt, that's more on your end than on God's end, I promise you promise you. So uh, we'll be praying for you. If there's anything specific we can talk with you about or pray with you about, please let us know. We are here for you. Um, If you're a part of a local church, uh, you know, talk with one of your leaders, talk with one of your pastors. Um, And if you don't have somebody like that, you can talk with us, you know, reach out and connect with us. Uh, Email me at nerdagodcast at gmail.com. We will definitely pray for you. You can message us across all the social medias. Um, That's why we're here. And that's what we do. So be set free. Uh, feel good about yourself, and let's walk into the, this new year um, guilt-free with a new identity. Mm-hmm. Can I get an amen from the congregation? Amen. Any final thoughts? Intention. Always remember intention. I think it's really um, 
that word in there in that verse intended what god intended mm-hmm. we can get so lost and so carried away putting on these badges of, of I'm, sh- I'm ashamed i'm guilty i'm sad or whatever but don't forget that that's not god's intention for you god intends for you to love yourself because he loves you he intends for you to accept yourself and be aware of yourself and though he doesn't love all of your behavior he loves you and accepts you and therefore you don't have a reason to not accept yourself and love yourself that is solid good good word good word well that brings us to the end of our magical journey this evening we hope you've had a great time traveling along with us and that you feel really really good about who you are and who you are in christ if you would let us know what some of your guilty pleasures are we would really appreciate that uh, we'd love to connect with you again across all the social medias follow us check us out on patreon uh check us out on all of our uh, our blog and and um just get connected with us, man. This is not just the only place where we like to talk with you guys, but we want to uh, we want to be a part of your life, and we want you to be a part of our lives. Uh, we got some fun stuff coming up next week. I have a little surprise for you. I don't want to tell you right now, but you're going to want to tune in uh, in two weeks' time for our next episode. Uh, I think it's going to be a good one, something that you will enjoy. So like, share, subscribe, follow us online. We're getting set up to go to the Megacon in Orlando in May of this year. So if you're going to go to Megacon, we want you to come hang out with us. And of course, uh, vote for best thing ever, all of the other things. Is there anything I'm forgetting, you guys? Get your official Nerd of God merchandise at nerdofgodcast.com. Uh, for the Nerd of Godcast, Stephen Salisbury. Goodbye. Jackie freaking Wilson. Bye. The big man, Quentin Gregory Neff. Good night. The lovely lady, Lee Smotty. Make good choices. Nick the Engineer. Goodbye. I'm Tony T. Until next time, we ain't gots to go home. But, but we, we can't, can't stay here. here. my dog max he's so sweet he loves me so much oh i love him so much which is a max guest speaker <laughs> and he could wear little headphones oh he would look so cute in his little headphones <laughs>